0: This station Welcome to the Sound African Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Gold Coast Report. You can follow us on our uh, socials at the Gold Coast Report, on Instagram, and Facebook, on Twitter, Gold Coast Report. Uh, We're on Snapchat as well and TikTok. You can also check us out and our other shows on our website, listen2gcr.com. Before we begin, I'd like to get some shout-outs out the way. Shout out to our producer, George. You guys should go check out his music on Spotify. Uh, King George the Eighth. Uh, shout out to Little our videographer. Shout out to Zoba my co-host. Yeah, what's up? And uh, yeah, shout out to everyone that listens to us uh, week in, week out. Okay, we have some dope episodes coming up. If you haven't listened to the the past our, our last episode with Space uh, Spacely and uh, Juma Mufasa, That's you guys right. should go check it out. It was a great conversation. Yeah, it's a good conversation. Yeah. yeah. All right, so getting into it today, um, <laughs> we're about to do hot soup. Uh, yeah. If you've listened to our previous hot soup episodes, hot soup is basically us running through some trending topics, and um, yeah,
1: giving our opinions, Sharing our thoughts on them. Very quick, um, yeah, reactionary yeah. That's what opinions. Hot soup is about
0: all right, cool. So Zuba, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So first one is a tweet by at vk underscore as right. She's actually a friend of my, <laughs> a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Okay, no. So the initial tweet was, I just found out women out here choking men while having sex. Right. And then she quoted it and said, If you niggas knew half of the things your boys ask to be done, you will really relax. Now, first of all, I feel like a lot of the times when they talk about like men being freaky and all of that, they usually talk about anal, right? Like they talk about Yeah, I think that that's. Yeah. Like, uh, like being pegged apprehension to- wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. This apprehension towards, towards anal, but yeah. low-key like when the lights go off they are big fans All of it there, well literally. it's,
1: it's the, this thing the prostate right like the easiest access to the prostate is through okay. the anus so like yeah you can stimulate the prostate by fingering like a guy's ass so yeah like i've i've heard i've heard a significant like amount of you know like there, there, there seems there's a there's a general consensus online with people being averse to like anal you know, or yeah. anything any kind of like ass play right yeah. especially men right yeah. um but it's it, not
0: about anal though like this is about the freaky things people well, are really into
1: Yeah. I, I don't know, like, personally, I'm not into, like, bondage or... Cho- Are you into, like, bondage or choking? Have you tried it, actually? C-
0: Definitely curious, not bondage. But choking. <laughs> Ch- <laughs> choking is, like, I'm intrigued.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I... I Somebody tried bondage with really <laughs> me once. And, okay. and I found out bondage isn't really my thing. Because, oh, like...
0: Were you afraid you'd get robbed?
1: No, but like it <laughs> okay. like it, a big part of it might also have been that I didn't really trust the person at the time like enough to oh. for them to like time me up and then just leave me there. Um they also wanted to blindfold me, and I think that was a big part of it, because like yeah, I really like you to, to see. To see I well. really like to see, yes. Yeah. Um yeah, but like I, I, a number of people I've been with have tried choking. It doesn't really bother me. Doesn't yeah, yeah, really no, yeah I'm throw, not really opposed to yeah, it. Yeah, it so doesn't really throw me do. off yeah. or anything like that. Choking people, though—that yeah. is something that I've. I feel like in general,
0: com- things that like I'm not really opposed to doing if that's what you're into. Exactly, you exactly. me, like, let's say you are into, you want your toes get getting sucked. I'm right. Like, yeah, i don't that's something I don't really. <laughs> as long as like, your yeah, toes, toes are clean, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, make you happy, sure. Why not? Yeah. But there are certain things, yeah, definitely, I'm not.
1: Yeah, like honestly, I'm pretty sure pegging is fun, but. I, it's not that I have anything against people who do it. I'm just like a super sensitive person when it comes to certain the, things.
0: The one thing I find really weird is golden showers, bro.
1: Okay. Do you know something?
0: Oh why hey. would you be comfortable getting peed on?
1: People, that's the, okay, but people, like, people like getting spit on too. What? Yeah, people and people spit into each other's mouths, bro. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I feel like, so like
0: I'm not saying I do that, but, like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, that seems like a I, more reasonable I mean, thing because yeah, anyway, there's an exchange like, of fluids. I get of, it, yeah. but like,
1: yeah, like I mean, your penis is inside somebody's vagina. You know, like there's a piece of you coming out into them anyway. Like you're going to ejaculate into the pe- like. Look, the point is, is, is bodily fluids. It's use just an exchange yo. of what
0: use protection, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, like I, um. That I, I don't I can't recall honestly can't recall like the freakiest thing no, somebody's okay, asked me okay. to do to them or I but like yeah, like I said, like most of the stuff like choking and stuff like that is Okay. Yeah. All right. But okay. like that leads into our next topic, right?
0: Yeah, actually our next one is um she based, this is from uh, Ami's, Amis diaries. Yeah. yeah. So she basically did a, a, thread a thread with with a bunch of polls. Yeah. On um some of mostly kinks, yeah. Kinks that you and your partner could try, and people basically voted on, yeah. I the did stuff that their the preferences. That I was made. very
1: interested in that thread.
0: Okay, so we have blindfolds, and so with each one, it's a yes or no, right? Yeah, people voted yes or no, or blindfolds maybe we have, yeah. or maybe 77 percent of the people that voted were good with blindfolds, right? Can while wearing a tampon, 86 percent no, <laughs> hey. What's that heavy breathing for?
1: Cunnilingus while wearing a tampon is not, is like to me is, is weird only because like, I know that the blood isn't coming out, but it's just kind of.
0: Okay, weird. moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <ball> I know <laughs> the blood isn't coming ball out. But. Ball stretching and slash clit biting. 60% said no.
1: So, my thing with the poll was... I, and I asked her this. Is this like a getting or giving? Right? Because like when it comes to like the <clears throat> lingers with a tampon, right. I can imagine that some girls might feel uncomfortable with it, but some girls might also like it. Okay. So, they might vote yes because they would like to get it. And then for guys... Some guys, yeah, do you get what point, I mean? So yeah. like so my my, my question with the yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah, a question yeah. I had I with that with that thread. But yeah, all you can right, keep so going. So,
0: uh, Ball stretching, clits biting, sixty yeah. percent said no because I imagined that would be quite uncomfortable right yeah um, edging 75% said yes I'm surprised it's not 100% I, I, yeah I was gonna yeah, say like yeah <laughs> I'm not surprised about that to be honest it face been, sitting 87% uh, said yes hey you bro anyway what's the you people <laughs> no, 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 yeah I'm not like I'm not like, to face yeah, face, yeah. I'm it's not like. yeah and it's like
1: super conventional like I don't even think it's a kink it's <laughs> no, like conventional no, no, for, know, me know, for me at this point
0: it's just funny like <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny for me the fact that you delight lie makes somebody actually sit your face oh bro yeah Funniest like, shit ever. Yeah, and then you have to come out and breathe out, breeze, uh, <laughs> Come up <out and> breathe, <laughs> and go back in. <laughs> Jesus oh, gosh, Christ. <laughs> okay, rope bondage. Uh, fifty-six so, percent. you said you are not a fan. I, I'm not. I haven't tried it before. And to be honest with you, I don't know. Okay. I don't know on this one. So I'm be maybe on that one. Butt plugs. Forty-six percent said no. Forty. Yeah, forty-six percent said no. Leather. Uh, forty-one percent said no
1: um i'm surprised with the leather though but i guess
0: Charlie, we don't really get leather like that yeah but yeah cages confinement 76 percent no yeah. i mean i said you guys are lock yourself up in that cage to so a
1: cage so i'm assuming a partner gets locked in a cage and then there's like a lot of like you know they strip and stuff like that okay. while they're in the cage and, and it's like you don't really have access to okay. them because there's like a cage so it's like a you between thing. The show, it's like a, a TV what? show you yeah kind oh, of I haven't okay. seen the TV show but oh, okay. like yeah I'm assuming like that's that's what I'm guessing that means right so it's like one so of the partners so is in like the cage like
0: the person outside you masturbate or like what was going yeah, on yeah or are you just looking at them just locked up in the cage I'm yeah like yeah, that it's 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 a, a, yeah it's like yeah it's like a cage okay. fantasy right, right yeah right, it's right. like okay, a cage fantasy like a no. being watched it was at forty-four percent. Both said yes and no. Being so watched, right? Yeah. Being watched. I think. Or watching people was overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. All right. First thing, which includes anal in vaginal, seventy-six percent said no. That's a lot to handle. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> shaving during foreplay. Seventy-two percent said no. That's. I find why. that.
1: I find that. No, wait. I find okay. wait shaving during foreplay. Right. This is this is the way I explain okay. it to somebody. Imagine, like, you, are, you have a partner. Okay. And you take... Sh- like, you shower with your partner, right? Sure. So, during the shower, you okay. help your partner shave because you like when they are bald down there. And then after you're done taking your shower and you've shaved them, you go down on them or you guys have sex. I don't think that that's weird. Mm, okay. That's why, like, to me, it wasn't, like, a strange thing. Because, like, yeah, you make I'm out and stuff like I just,
0: that. I just don't see how...
1: It it's might not, not be something you do often. Yeah, it might not be something you do often. But, like, it's yeah.
0: M- like move me I'm yeah just yeah yeah, yeah. when can we get to the action anyway watching oh the watching came again all right caning 74% said no <laughs> can- like caning bro. Yeah, like, bro like come on man scat that's five percent said. No. you know what that is right i do not know she said using shit oh so basically <laughs> <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough enough because enough. Right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. i do not know what it was either nipple, oh why nipple torture <laughs> 45% said no <laughs> Uh, nipple torture. What are you doing to the nipple? Oh, Stretching, not mine. Pinching. But
1: sure, if if somebody else is, in, that's what I was like. Is they getting or giving? Because if somebody else is into nipple torture, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know something. I guess before we started, right, we're talking about golden showers, right? Yeah. And then there's piss play here. Yeah. And I'm like golden shower is like okay let's say you kneel on the floor or something and the person is just like pissing yeah at you. yeah but then piss what like piss play what are you guys doing like, i was assuming it's like pissing <laughs> in your eye or like what <laughs> is this like <laughs> i was assuming piss what play is like doing? golden
1: shower steroids because like yeah girls bro, like, this girls, is like, girls piss into yeah, guys mouth booster, too like, right this yeah like piss
0: on boost or something <laughs> like bro like what's going on like like yeah because yeah. face
1: the thing sometimes girls piss into the guy's mouth too right Oh, you didn't know that, so like when a chick face sits, like yeah. she can piss in your mouth. Oh, like, yeah, there's yeah, guys yeah. that like that, it's right? There, so yeah, there's guys that like that. So, <laughs> hey, man,
0: Charlie, let's move on from what, this. What, what,
1: hey, man, whatever works for people, yeah,
0: whatever works for people. Okay, um, so next thing, right? Um, there was this clip uh going around trending basically off. Yeah. I don't know if you guys listened to or watched the Joe Biden podcast, podcast. So it was basically two guys. Uh, uh, joe and one of his boys on the podcast having a back and forth apparently you know they were having a conversation at some point and then joe Biden. not i don't know if it was during the pod or outside of that i think they were having a conversation outside of the podcast and joe Biden had mentioned that you know hanging out with his ex's friend or something is not something that he would do yeah. yeah or his friend's ex yeah yes his friend's ex and then his boy was like yo that's not true because i've seen you've done it before yeah in in your house with my ex you get what i'm saying and there was this huge back and forth of joe biden denying that you know that was the case or and also he was being too sensitive and stuff like that he was saying nah i'm not it's not like i care about it i was just pointing out that this is something that you have done yeah you know even though you're saying you haven't done it that's right yeah it's not like um hating or anything i'm just saying you've done it though right if we are being real yeah if you're having a real conversation absolutely it's something that you've done something that you have done yeah and it goes back to that conversation about you know would you like what are the boundaries when it comes to your exes for you
1: i mean like i don't speak to most of my exes um like usually, I like to Red. keep flag. <laughs> usually, I like to keep a healthy distance. Okay. Once, like, and honestly, like, I I always say this, but most of the time, if a relationship ends for me, it's because we've made a significant effort to try and make it work, and it didn't. Okay, which means at that point, like the our our relationship, like even a friendship, would be difficult because. Mm, right at the basis of a relationship is a friendship, right? And if you can't make even that part of your relationship work, then how are you going to be friends after your relationship is done, right? So that just means whatever pressure you felt in the relationship now, you feel like you're... But anyway, yeah. So with regards to like boundaries with exes, for the most part, I really don't mind. I really don't care if my friends know or speak to or interact with my exes in any capacity, as long as it is... Even if it was romantic, I would assume that like me, one, me and you aren't that close, first and foremost. Or two, that person is so great for you that you found it because the yeah. same thing like we said with the broker the last time. It's going to be awkward if we are really close friends and you end up dating my ex. Yeah, I, so, agree. I agree. So, that's yeah, like to me, that's just kind of that. That's where the boundary is. Yeah. But with regards to them being friends with my ex, yeah I mean, like yeah. 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 I'd
0: I agree. I think for me, it starts with the boundaries you set while you're in a relationship with this person. Yeah. Um, I just think that there are certain things, like, for example, I don't mind if my friend has my girl's number at all because I feel like in life that every now and then maybe you need someone for something. Because for me, like, I bring my my Girl girlfriend into, into your my friendship set. Same. So I see. I actually you are prefer in, I that, see us yeah. all as friends. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So. I don't have that thing where it's like, "Hey, you're my girl, so you can't have any of my boys." I numbers. agree. Yeah, my boy shouldn't be talking when I'm not there. That type of thing. No, I agree. I don't, I don't hold my I don't partners hold my to, woman that to that, that standard, standard yeah. right? But I just feel like with my ex, it depends. Like, we had if we had something really tangible, yeah, and that's over. I ge- I genuinely don't expect my friend, so someone who calls himself my boy,
1: yeah. To to maintain, to be doing some shit like, especially if like the reason that you broke up was something that your friends know particularly hurt you. Exactly, because having then bringing that like having that person available and around is going to
0: be a constant reminder. But you know something, someone might also contradict say that I'm contradicting myself because like, if all of us, if you if you if while you're in a relationship, all of you guys are friends, why can't they hang out?
1: But my thing is, they can hang out separately, but they don't... Like, I'm not saying you cannot be friends with my ex at all, mm-hmm. but it would... Just like the sister thing, it would be weird if we were all hanging out together. So then you'd have to make a conscious effort to separate...
0: Wait, so you are okay in, like, this Joe Biden thing where he was with his friend's ex at home. They were alone. You I would okay have been that?
1: okay with that if I wasn't going over. But if I went over and I saw that shit happening, that would be a little bit weird for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Do you get what
1: I mean? Yeah. Like, me if... If if it was, yeah. Like, if it was one of those things where he was, he told me that, oh, yeah, like, I hang out with your ex because, mm-hmm. like, we're so cool. I wouldn't think... Because, like, I have one of my closest friends in Canada, like, my yeah. Thai Tai boy. I was really good friends with his girl. So, I was really good friends with the both of them. Yeah. And when they broke up, like, his girl is getting married to another one of my friends right now. And I got, like, an invitation to the wedding. And I'm pretty sure if I went, he wouldn't hold it against me because... Like, me and her are actually, actually, like, friends, friends, yeah. So, like, in a situation like that, I don't think... But I also wouldn't, like, go out... I wouldn't go to their wedding and invite him as my plus one. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't bring him to their wedding as a guest because if the three of us are in the same space, that would be really awkward. But I don't think it would be weird, yeah, being friends like that. so
0: moving on to the next one. um, There was this picture, right, from at Glow the Official, right? Yeah. And basically, it was a picture of a guy... (laughs) With a woman like a guy in a sofa with a woman on a top a woman, of him. With a woman on top of him. And yeah. then there was like a four bunch four of women in, line. Four women in line. Yeah. The three of them were naked just as the lady on top four of him. Of him yes. And then yeah. the final one, the final lady in line was a woman in a wedding, wedding gown dress. And, yes. holding a bouquet. and holding a bouquet. And the caption on for that picture was all I'm saying is don't be the girl with the flowers. Right. And when I saw this picture, okay, the question that came to mind is, what is wrong with being the girl with the flowers? <laughs> so,
1: so the funny thing is, I think this picture is a play on, because there's a male version of this picture. I don't know if okay. you've seen it. I've not seen that but one. But like, okay, so there's a male version of this picture where there's like a bunch of guys okay. who were having sex with a girl, and then there's one guy in the back with the flowers, and they were basically like, don't be the guy with the flowers. And I think like the whole idea behind this thing is, if somebody has been through a lot of people, you don't want to be the person who finally is the one who settles down with this, with right. them. Um, like, if this is a counter to the guy's thing, I, I guess for the guy's thing, the whole thing was like, if a girl has been with X number of guys, you don't want to be the guy who eventually ends yeah. up with her. Yeah. And now this is basically like a play on that kind of concept that's okay. So same thing for a guy. If a guy has been with so many girls, you don't want to be the girl that finally ends up with him. Now my thing with this thing is, and it's the same stance I take with relationships in general. Every single relationship you have with an individual is unique. Yeah, A girl could have been with a hundred guys, but the relationship that she has with you will not be like the relationship that she has with everybody else. So, any long-term relationship should be based on, to me, the relationship that you have with the person. Right? There's no doubt that, a person's history might give you some insights to the kind of person that they are. But I'm a big fan of not stereotyping people or putting them in a box simply because they have a specific thing in their history. So something that I always say when people are like, oh, but like, what if the girl has been with a lot of guys? Maybe it means she's promiscuous. But I also say, maybe she's somebody who just doesn't place as much value on sex as some, some other girls might, right? So maybe to her, like, yeah, if I like you, I'll have sex with you. That's just something that I do. But it's not necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that if I'm in a like serious relationship, I'm going to be promiscuous because I always use myself as an example. When I'm in a relationship, I'm like intensely mon- like intensely monogamous. But when I'm not, <laughs> you should get what I mean. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't think like I, what what the picture like what I don't agree with from the picture and the argument that I'd make in like <clears throat> counter to the picture is that. I take every relationship that I have as a relationship with an individual, and mm-hmm. I give that person every opportunity to be a good partner, a bad partner, whatever the case might be. So whether you are the hundredth person or you are the first person, I I would like to think that I would treat you with some to some degree. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I just don't that think that it's
0: practical because, you know, most of the time, a lot of people are into like if you're in a relationship with someone, a lot of people are physical with yeah. that person and a lot of people that go into these kind of relationships don't go in looking forward to it ending do you get what i'm saying so absolutely if you are someone who is unlucky with relationships unfortunately because and we know that charlie a lot of relationships don't work out a lot of them don't work out so exactly you can't say you can't say oh yeah i'm gonna keep safeguarding myself physically you know i mean yeah, if that's your thing sure, sure. right but yeah If not, and you are willing to be physical with the people that you're in relationships with, there's a very high chance that you are going to be physical with a lot of people before you finally, you know, find someone that's, you know, ideal for you. Exactly. In terms of relationships. So for me, with this, I don't think it's... uh, I don't think there's an issue here, honestly. No, not really. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on to our next one. Um... This post says, finding out that this v i from n underscore A double Y. Finding out that I snore has been such a humbling <laughs> experience. I thought I was a good person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, bro, I can relate to this so much. The yeah, I know you've mentioned out, your yeah, story. The first time I was told that, yo, you snore, I was like, what? I was almost offended. <laughs> That I was being told us.
1: Why? What? Okay. So, like, did you have something against snoring before no, somebody I told just, you no, that you snore? It's
0: not like I had something against snoring. I was. How do I say this? I felt. I thought it was a negative, like, a negative impression of, of my. I didn't. I didn't think it was a good thing. Okay. So, yeah. I just okay. didn't think it was a good quality to have. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It was hard for me to to terms with the fact that
1: why didn't you think it was a good quality though
0: yeah i just think it's uncomfortable like it makes you the other person i don't like inconveniencing people right okay so i just felt like you know and i was actually in one relationship in particular where that was like a problem a, a thing yeah yeah there were times where you know she would have to go and sleep in a different <laughs> <room>. <laughs> You did, <Bob. laughs> so they're snoring me bad because it was bad yeah. so, me bad um, uh, I don't think I snore every time, but I think, you know, when I'm very tired, yeah, yeah, I do be going in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know that I snore sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't know when, but snoring has never really been an issue for me with, like, a partner that they've mentioned before. Um, so I don't think I snore very often. But I've, I have had partners that do snore. And like I said, no, honestly, but like I said, like, the, when my dad used to, like when i was with my dad and my dad was snoring it was really annoying but like i find honestly i find my partner like snoring especially like w- w- a lot of women don't snore very loudly it's like very mild snores yeah. i find it like very endearing it's like yeah it's like but i really like it like when no, like my right. partner falls asleep around I me. Like, like i just like find about, it cute um,
0: but yeah, I find you mean the snoring?
1: yeah like i find okay. it very endearing like cool. it's like a little it's yeah, like so when it cuts pairs
0: okay like that's the way i think about it i think about it as like very similar okay yeah so for okay. me yeah, it was definitely humbling is a very good word to describe it. like i okay. was i felt like i sat down and thought about it for a minute <laughs> like i was like yo i snore wow. did you
1: google like ways to stop snoring I probably did. <laughs> snoring remedies i was not bothered, bothered by it honestly really yeah, yeah i really was I interesting was. that's like but a I thread mean, i'd I mean, want I'm to i am okay with it now okay, okay. That's what it is. there's like nasal yeah. clips you can use to open up I'm your nasal passageways okay okay <laughs> <laughs> All cool.
0: So let's move on to the next one. Uh, this is this is from you know our very own friend, um, Flavor Flav's wife. Okay, uh, she said, No, no, so she was quoting a tweet. So the original tweet was, Kinka is the most overrated local dish in Ghana. Yeah, she quoted it and said, Um, you know what, I'm starting to agree. Kinky doesn't slap that hard. I mean, if you're having to add fish, pork, shrimps, chicken, dragon thighs, sausages, obviously she's <laughs> she's trolling at this point. The heart of a virgin and avocado—who really is the star of the show? And I guess for me, what I was telling you before we started this was: Yeah, are we judging the food by the item? Like, are we judging the food as it is, or are we judging the entire package? Because I think it's unfair to judge certain food this way because yeah. some meals are the full complement for it to be what it is. And I, I mentioned gobe. Is gobe with, gobé gobe without the beans or right. without the plantain or without the gary or whatever? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Or the so egg, yeah. It's hard for you to say that, oh yeah, gobe is a shit meal. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like in is being Unfair, so,
1: unfair, like, unfair. I actually had, like, a follow-up to the original tweet, and I was asking people who like Kinky what it is that they like about Kinky, and what it is that makes Kinky, like, good, yes. right? And a lot of, like, the responses, even Ami responded, and they were talking about, like, texture and
0: taste. Oh, come on, bro. You're not eating food because of its texture. But it? people, No, but texture matters, No, too. the texture, it does. For me, listen, yeah. the best Kinky is, like, soft, soft and yeah. hot. That's soft exactly what. Right? So People it's important said, yeah. to me. But yes. I'm not eating a Kenke just because. Like, that's not. I'm eating a Kenke because of the pack, the taste, like how it tastes with, with, other, with things. other things. Yes. yes.
1: And that was my other question. That, like, he was saying Kenke is overrated. So I was asking the Kenke lovers if you could eat just like plain Kenke. So, like, if somebody just gave you a bowl of Kenke, would you be able to eat it? I mean, yeah. That's because it's cause, going to be very boring. Because yeah. my thing, yeah, my thing was I can eat fufu raw. Like, I can just eat. Raw I not do that. Either. It would be tough. very few people can do that It would too, be tough, though. yeah, but like I'm pretty sure I could like I could do that. Um but uh, talking about packages, I do think that like it's almost impossible to talk about fufu without, without talking stuff, about yeah. it in a, as a package. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like in fact, most foods here mm-hmm. like people think about them and then they think about the package because yeah, exactly. watch isn't just the rice, Yes. right? So, like I don't think people say I like wache because watch they it like just, just oh so yeah, 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 you yeah. can eat, just like I can eat just rice, like I can eat plain white rice right. but like nobody, when people say rice is my favorite meal, I don't think they mean they go home and they cook plain rice and they mm-hmm. sit down yes, with yeah, a bowl exactly. or that and they eat it. They usually mean like rice with something else. So when they say fufu is their favorite <laughs> yeah, meal, they exactly. mean fufu with something else. Yeah. So, yeah, I think when people say, like, um, Kenke is overrated. Yeah. Yes, she's she's not wrong. Like, I, 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 I can't see myself eating raw Kenke. Like, I could see myself eating raw other kinds of things. But... Like clearly, yeah. But clearly, of course you can. <laughs> but clearly, like people people who are big fans of Kinke like hey. actually answered my <laughs> question <laughs> and we're and we're pretty elaborate about that. So yeah, I, I don't think I think that you do have to kind of think about it as a package because you can't say i yeah, like like come on man. <laughs> yeah, you have to think about it as a package. Because I was actually just thinking right now that like porridge is made from very similar things to Kinke, right? So like Kinke is just basically porridge. Right it's without the milk and there so right. okay. yeah, I can, I can, yeah,
0: okay, cool, all right. So, guys, if you have this <coughs> already, please follow us on Twitter at go Coach Report, on Instagram at The go Coach Report, on Facebook, The go Coach Report. You can find us on Snapchat and TikTok as well. Also, our podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, okay? That's right. So, yeah, go check it out now. On to the next one, um. This is from Akoli. Friend uh, of the porch. <laughs> yeah. You guys should go check our episode with uh, this movie podcast, Akoli and Crack. Another yeah. dope episode. Um, he says, religion as a business model, they blow my mind. I believe God always provides, but I'd be happy if anyone can provide me with a breakdown of how much the local preachers who share the word at traffic stops rake in daily now for me the what the question i was asking myself from this was yeah we a lot of people bash um religion for its money making the money making side of the business right mm, that's right of you know yeah when i say the <coughs> business i mean the industry money making yeah. side of it right but then i'm asking myself right is there anything really wrong with someone saying oh I am a Christian. I am passionate about the word. I am well-versed in the Bible from cover to cover. I want to do this for a living. Is there a problem with someone making that decision? I don't
1: think there's a problem with somebody making that decision, especially if they want to become a priest. Um, My big thing with priesthood is, it's my understanding that the initial rabbis and priests, right? a lot of the times, the community would help to provide for them, and then they would spend... Basically, their entire lives trying to understand scripture and communing with the divine so that they can then teach the people in the community about scripture. So the community's job was to help to support these people as they became basically avatars or like um, conduits for the word and what the word meant to that group of people. So, yes, if like you said somebody says okay i'm well versed in the word, I want to become a priest, yada, yada yada, but my problem, I guess, with more modern priests, and especially the ones who stand on the street and they preach, and trust me, I hear them every I hear one every day when I 'm going to and coming back from the gym now, like I wonder just how well they understand the scripture that they are preaching and how much time they take in to study it, and through what lens they are looking at it because If you are taking to this, not because you have a deeper understanding of the scripture, but as a way of making money, then what you are doing isn't preaching scripture, right? You are conning people to make your living, right? You are taking people's money and feeding them what you believe the scripture is supposed to be telling them, as opposed to, even if, uh, again, I'm not religious, I'm an atheist, but for people who believe in things like that, right, they believe you have to be touched, and you, the, the word, your interpretation of the word should come from the divine, if that is not where it's coming from and you are choosing to do this as purely a money-making venture, that is not... I, I believe that that is one of the reasons why when Jesus went to the temple and they were doing commerce there, he got mad and he kicked those people out because he's like, <clears throat> this is the house of God. What is supposed to be happening in here is that the word of God is supposed to be shared. People are supposed to come here to pray, to find community, to find solace. This isn't a place people should be coming to to enrich themselves or make money. And if that is what these, if this is why these people are getting into the business, then that's a problem because yeah, they are going. And the th- the problem with religion is there's not there's not a lot of checks and balances within the religious system itself, right? So it ends up becoming a place where people who crave like power unchecked power and money tend to like go and then they utilize it in like very negative ways so i yeah i personally have like an issue with people who use it (coughs) purely for profit but like if it's some if somebody genuinely feels like that's their calling and they are preaching the word and they are being rewarded for it in some way by their congregation members or something like that i'm perfectly okay with people like that especially if they are helping their communities but for the people who are primarily doing it for profit or to make money. Yeah, that's c- definitely get conversation
0: we'll be having soon. Yeah. Because um, I think, yeah, it's a very interesting one to have. Um, all right, so the next one. Um, <laughs> this is a tweet from uh, SSB Music. He says, a young man called Emmy Wooks embarked on a journey to Lagos <laughs> on a bicycle to, <laughs> <coughs> to meet Afro Beats superstar Davido. He's currently on day eight today. Please retweet so Davido sees this. And the video quotes that tweet saying, Turn around, I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, like, what's funny for me is like, I was saying before we came on the pod, like, so cel- it must be really, really hard for celebrities because it's like your life is just sometimes it must feel very helpless of how much people feel entitled to certain aspects of your life, right? Or they're entitled to you and your, yeah. Te- you wake up one day randomly, you open your Twitter and some random guys come into your house <laughs> from Benin. Like, bro, <laughs> like, what the hell, bro? And I think, you know, at the time of recording this, I think there's a, there was a follow-up tweet. There was a response from the guy where he's okay. saying that. After the video said, Turn around, I'm not home. The guy responds to the video saying he's coming. Like Anyway, anyway <laughs> he, has to, he has a gift that he has to give him. Yeah. You know, and the video is saying that, Yeah, okay, fine, no problem. He will send him some. He should drop his account. he send him some money so that when he's home for real, he can come and visit another. Yeah, right. So, Yeah, well, well, how do you feel? So,
1: so, even on our last podcast uh, that we had together, we were speaking yeah. to uh, Echo and Chidera. Yeah. And I think they also mentioned this whole thing with uh, fame and people who are relatively popular right or like being relatively popular and being in the sports like my whole thing with fame is that it's a, like like everything it's got its positives and its negatives once you become famous unfortunately whoever your fans are the same people who flock to you and who give you the attention and the money uh, like yeah for whatever it is that you do uh, they are also going to have some sense of entitlement to you because like yeah, yeah, like, it's <laughs> it's like thing exactly, like exactly. Them. And like a big part of what it is that makes you famous is that they like these th- they like you, right? Yeah. They like you. So if they like you, they are definitely going to be invested in you in some way. And if they feel invested in you, yeah, then there is some on, on to some degree you owe a very small debt to them at least, right? Um, so with regards to something like this, yeah, it is it it does seem really stalkerish and strange. A strange, for a stranger to just strange. be like, Yeah, yeah well, just I'm place. just gonna get on my bike and ride to your house. That's that's kind of weird. Kinda weird. Kinda that's weird. yes, that, that that is a bit extreme. And he's it appears he's taking it in good faith yeah, if he's telling yeah, this guy that like you can this. still I'm come, sure he's used to this sort but of yeah, but so. like you won't be able to meet yeah. me. That that seems like a very good sports, good faith kind of yeah. thing to do, but yeah, I can imagine like that's the problem or that's the price of fame, right? Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. You get these super fans who feel kind of entitled to yeah. your life. Yeah. All right.
0: So the last but one thing we have on today, um, there was this video um, of the stand-up uh, comedy show. Where yeah, that video made, made me laugh, bro. <laughs> so there was a guy and uh, a lady. They were sitting together. They were and friends. I think, yeah, the guy, the stand-up comedian, asked him if they were friends. Yeah. Right, or if, like, he's, he was interested in her or yeah. something like that. And then I think the guy said they're like, are just friends they're just friends yeah and and then he asked him if he was interested like yeah. or something. and I think he said yeah but they are just friends or something oh okay yeah and then uh, he was like is he, he paying pay the him? bill yeah is he paying the bill yeah and all that and then he, he she should. was like yeah or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, basically, he shouldn't pay he the shouldn't full pay bill. Yeah, the full bill because if they have just if they are just
1: friends, yeah. they should split the should bill. Split yeah, the bill. And yeah.
0: And the crowd was sharing all of that stuff. And then he went further to ask. It was him, like, oh, yeah, there's this girl next sitting next, him, next like, to you. Are you, yeah. are, you are you interested? Yeah. Are you interested? Blah blah. And then, and then he told like, him to go and sit, to go next, sit to next to the girls. He gets up and goes sits next to the other girls. Yeah. No, it was fun and all. Yeah. But obviously, if you look at the his friend, her, her reaction, like she had pie on her face, bro. Yes, she was, she was embarrassed. embarrassed. Yes, and for me, under normal circumstances, look, I'm all for not being caught up in the friend zone and all of that stuff. <laughs> and I and I understand that it sucks being there, but yeah. I feel like in this particular context, it was a little bit out of pocket because I feel like him getting up to go sit by the other girl in this particular context was needless, like yo. Maybe a comment across being like, you let's talk after the show or something, whatever, yeah, but then, like don't leave your friend hang. I know that yet yeah, I don't under- we don't have the full context of what their relationship was, right, right, even if they are friends, maybe it could be complicated, yeah. if they are friends, maybe it could be whatever, right they're obviously not going to give us the full details of their relationship, but I felt like it was a little bit uh rude to kind of ditch your That's, friend, yeah and go sit by the other girl, yeah.
1: So, like, I, <clears throat> I, I, I can kind of understand that. But first of all, when you go to a comedy show and you are picked on by the comic, almost always there's going to be some degree of ridicule there. Okay. So that's like my first thing, right? So when you go to a comedy show, you kind of have to expect something like that, like a roasting from the comic, if that happens. Now, in this case, the comic decided to pick on the both of them. Right, and tried to clarify what exactly their relationship was. And I guess as far as he could tell, they were just friends. Now, what he was trying to do, I guess, uh, and let's not even assume what he was trying to do, what happened mm-hmm. was that he basically made the guy, he put the guy in the position to be like, okay, these other girls are interested in you. You should, if you are just here with your friend, you don't have to be with your friend. You can, you can, like, you know, you can talk to somebody else while you're here. Now, the reason why I don't necessarily have that big of an issue with him moving, especially during the, the, mm-hmm. the bit, is that it's part of the act to me. Because right. I don't, even, even if, let's say, the other girls found the guy attractive, I don't think if he had randomly got up and gone to sit at their table, they would have been cool with it. Right. They would have probably been a little bit more standoffish to him than when the comedian asks him to go and sit there. So, like to me, all of that is a part of the act the that act is too, happening. Now, his friend feeling embarrassed, I can completely understand how she might feel embarrassed because what seems to be happening at the show was that the comic was making her yeah, out they were, to, yes they were yeah he was on her it, 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 he made her seem it like she was the butt of the yeah, joke but exactly. the truth is that like if you listen to the material the person who was actually being clowned was the guy
0: no 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 initially like yeah like the initial part of it is oh you're being friend zoned ha- exactly ha-. exactly right, let's fix that exactly do you get what i'm saying but, and then from that point forward now she's the villain. But my and then, but my
1: thing yeah. is, if he's fixing the friend zone, the only reason that she would be cast as the villain is if she friend zoned him, as opposed to like it is a mutual. You see, fr- but you see, in a that situation,
0: thing. that conclusion was already made. Exactly. Yes.
1: Exactly. So like, if if we are acting from that conclusion, but if she knows that she didn't do that, yes, like everybody in the crowd might have assumed that mm-hmm. right and it might have made the rest of the comedy show a little bit awkward for her but i um, again i like it's a part of the act like to me that's the way i think about this it. it's a part of the act because like i, I imagine it's being like a similar thing happening where it's like a guy gets there with his wife and he's like oh man like that chick has been watching you all night don't you want to take her number here give him do you get what i mean do like you
0: know what i would have done i would have just jokingly got up Go to sit by her briefly laugh a little and then go back to my I friend. think that that's yeah, probably what will happen like that's though that's what I would have done
1: but I think that's what will happen after that comedian has done his Bruh, bit
0: nigga was sitting there rooted like he's he said he yeah, said for no he but, but like I'm pretty sure know. he cuz
1: I don't think she'll go home by herself
0: no 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 he, yeah of course yeah. I'm just saying that don't sit there for the rest of the show. Like, you came with your friend. Yeah,
1: you I, I genuinely don't think he's yeah. going to sit there for the rest of the show. I think, I think like, once a comedian has done his bit yeah, and he goes go off stage or even that that joke passes, yeah. he'll probably go back. Okay. Because I think, like, yeah, I just looked at it as, like, it's it's a part of okay, that, cool. that cool. bit. That makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I think... Yeah. No, no, finish me. No, I was going to say the, the last yeah, one. Yeah, so final one. Yeah, yeah. final one. The last one was... um. So there was this little snippet <clears throat> from... There's this, uh, it's a lady, uh, it's uh, from a book called Self-Made Man. They said, um, the memoir of a woman who lived life disguised as a man for one year. Right. Uh, the author describes her revelation of what it's like to be a man approaching women and trying to attract their romantic interest. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a few snippets from it for you. Okay. I picked out a couple of 20-something women I picked, yeah, I picked out a couple of 20-something women sitting at a table across the room. I gave them a few lingering looks to check their interest. I caught one woman's eye and held her gaze for a second, smiling. She returned the smile and looked away. This was signal enough for me, so I stood up, made my way over to their table, and asked them whether they wanted to join us for a drink. No thanks, one of them said. We're on our way out in a minute. Simple enough, right? A brush off, no biggie. But as I turned away and slumped back across the room toward our table, I felt like the outcast kid in a lunchroom who trips and dumps his tray on the linoleum in front of the whole school. Rejection sucked. Rejection is a staple for guys," said Curtis, laughing as I crumpled into my seat with with a humiliated sigh. Get used to it. This was the first lesson in male, in male courtship ritual. You have to take your knocks and knock again. It was that or wait for some pitying act of God that would never come. Now, that's one of the like, Im- biggest ones. But the last paragraph is, um, or the last bit is what I thought was like really re- revealing. So she says, this is basically what the women are saying. Pass my test and then we'll see if you are worthy of me. Was the implicit message coming across the table at me? And this, being, and this from women who had demonstrably little to offer. <laughs> um, wow. Be light-hearted, they said, though buoyant and Led Zeppelins themselves. Uh, no, sorry, though buoyant as Led Zeppelins themselves. Be kind, they insisted, in the harshest of tones. Don't be like the others, they implied, while having virtually condemned me as such beforehand. The bitterest women I met were usually in their mid-30s or older. They'd been through the mill a bit, and they would probably had more than their... Share of hellish dates or hit and run relationships before I came along. To hear them tell it, the pool of eligible, mature, stable, reciprocating, emotionally evolved men out there were small and polluted. And having to wade through it when what you wanted most in life was to settle down and start a family would be enough to shorten anyone's fuse. Then again, Many of these women I met were emo- were, weren't emotional giants either, <laughs> nor were they particularly well-adjusted or stable. They just considered themselves to be such. And even the ones who knew they were damaged seemed to feel entitled to expect uh, solidity from a man, as if in the time-honored ways of things, a man is supposed to be strong to hold things together for his woman and to hold her up when she can't do it her- for herself. So, two things I took from this. The first one is, this is a woman talking about her experience in the dating environment for men. As a woman advising, as a a lot of young men coming into the dating world who are taking advice from women, they are going to come into the dating world and realize, just like this woman realized, that all the advice they've been getting from women is not (laughs) helpful like it's it's literally they they are going to meet a huge shock once they go into the dating world cuz like women told us all these things and women probably believe a lot of these things that they say but clearly from the from this perspective that is not the truth, right? Like the reality is not the expectation. And the second thing that really hits me from the article was that last bit where she's like, a lot of them weren't emotional giants either, even though they believed themselves to be. So what she found is that, in fact, a lot of the men in relationships are expected to carry a lot of emotional weights. They're expected to do a lot of emotional labor when women are under the impression that they are doing that, right? So like those were the two biggest revelations I got from this. The first one is that, Women think they give good relationship advice when it comes to, like, courtship and dating women. But clearly, they don't know that. They don't know what it's like.
0: No, I don't think I don't think they are experts. I,
1: no, I no. Because even, like, again, when it came to, like, the whole courtship thing, when she went up to the table to, to try and talk to the women, yeah. she said something later in the article that, like, it's all, like, smoke and mirrors, like, acceptance. Because the, the lady who looked over at her and who smiled clearly the yeah the lady who looked over at her and who smiled clearly gave her the impression that she was interested and that's why she went up to go and speak and then she got rejected so like in her thing it's like yeah you, you you start to see these patterns and you start to realize what she's saying that despite the perception that might be in place for what the dating world is like for men and what it is like for men dating women when a woman steps into those shoes she finds that her expectations or her beliefs are not at all the yeah, reality. Because yeah. even though we think, like, the general assumption is men brush off rejection easily. No, it hurts. Because even the guy says it later it's on true. that rejection hurts every time. It's and just also, that. Hurt, yeah.
0: And the hurt people hurts people, right? Uh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of the times, not making excuses for men, but Charlie yeah like yeah exactly
1: if you keep getting rejected all the time and you keep getting hurt all the time and like i said imagine a man coming into the dating world you've heard from your mom your all all the women in your life come with pure intentions be a good guy if you're a good guy you know women will be understanding they'll be kind and then like you go and do that to five six women and they all reject you like how do you approach the day how do you approach the dating game after that your whole and she only did this for a year like men have been doing this yeah, since we were fifteen, years. you know. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Like after reading this little bit, like my main thing, my main takeaway here is that, like books like this, are always very revealing to me because it tells me the perception that they think, ha- like how yeah. they see us, but also like what they expect our what their reality is like. Versus their reality. And yeah, once they are met with the reality like our realities they start to realize that because like she said a lot of the women aren't emotional giants and even the ones that knew that they were damaged in quotation marks still expected the men to be the one to shoulder that burden of damage now let me ask this you this question do you think a woman would would do you think women are expected to shoulder the emotional burden of like damaged men and do you think it would be fair to ask them to do that
0: I don't think women are expected to show that. I just think that women sort of, um, okay, expect it. Yeah, I, I think that society has socialized us, both men and women, into believing that women naturally have the capacity to do that. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think both men and women go into that dynamic right. feeling like, oh, yeah, a woman has the capacity to do it. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? But like you are pointing out, it turns out that men
1: are also doing a, in lot, a lot of, of instances, it. Yeah.
0: you know, are doing a lot of emotional carrying. Yeah. Right. So for me I don't know if it's an expectation. I just think there's a socialization issue there on both sides. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then what was the second one again?
1: Um, no, no, no. Like, I think that was my main yeah, question. Because I was trying to say that, like, because the whole thing, my, my whole thing is a lot of people say in relationships that, like, women carry the emotional burden. Women are the ones to do the emotional. But, like, again, just referring back to this, she, her, her experience after a year, and, of course, like, not, all, women are not all monoliths. So there might be some women who definitely understand where men are coming from in the dating game. But from her experience, she is saying that, Despite the fact that women think that they are great at being like these emotional carriers, they aren't. Right? Like in her experience, most of them <laughs> really aren't. A lot of them expect men to do yeah. the emotional heavy lifting in relationships. So yeah. it, it like all I would say is that this, this is an opportunity for introspection yeah. for both like um okay. <clears throat> for both uh, sexes because while like as a woman you might think well i'm doing a lot of the emotional heavy lifting in my relationship maybe it might be a uh, this might be an opportunity for you to take a step back and say am i like how much emotional heavy lifting is my is my partner actually doing how much of my ups and downs emotionally does he have to deal with how much of the things that have caused me to become be the person i am today is he dealing with and then, as men too sometimes we need to take a step back and figure out like how has the head that we've face in the past how is it influencing, yeah, is it influencing the way that the we are treating people yeah, yeah like yeah. i think that i think that this like i'm going to get her a book and yeah. read it because like i'm really curious to see yeah it's definitely a good uh,
0: conversation to have yeah yeah so um, anyway, yeah. So, guys, I think this is all we have on Hot Soup for today. Yep. Um, it's been a, a good one. Um, time yeah. flies. We time had, flies. Yeah, we had we had a lot of... Yeah, time flies. <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to our next episode coming out. We have a dope guest. So, you guys, keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah. It's going to come out next week. Um, like I said, if you haven't done this already, follow us on our socials at GoCoachReport on Twitter as the Go Report on Instagram and Facebook. We're also on TikTok and Snapchat. You can find our episodes and other episodes other podcasts on the gcr network on our website listen to gcr.com okay so guys go check us out on there as well
1: yeah and uh, if you have any topics that you want us to like to discuss on hot soup yeah, just shoot us please, on yeah, please yeah please feel free to give us yeah. yeah all
0: right so yeah guys it's a wrap and we'll be back next week have a good one have all you.
1: right take care guys